0: Welcome to Vossa, celebrating Pacific and Papua New Guinean voices and discussing our future. Vossa is a storytelling project driven by experts and creatives in the region with support from the World Bank in the Pacific and Papua New Guinea. Mula Vinaka, my name is Arietta Rika and I am your host. In the lead-up to International Women's Day this year, We at Vossa are calling out and celebrating some of our amazing women leaders in the Pacific. The theme for International Women's Day set by the United Nations this year is women in leadership, achieving an equal future in a COVID-19 world. While we deeply appreciate the contributions and achievements of women each and every day, This annual commemoration gives us an opportunity to celebrate women and raise awareness about the issues that affect us. Today on Vossa, I am honoured to share a Thala with three incredible women leaders from across the Pacific. Kitlan Kambua, a Marshallese politician, joins us today. She was only 28 at the time of her election, making her the youngest person ever elected in the Marshall Islands. She is also the second woman to be elected, along with former President Hilda Heine. Kitlang is currently the Minister of Education, Sports and Training. We are also joined by Shalom Akayo-Waita, a former Solomon Islands basketball and netball international and is now the first female chief executive of the Pacific Games Organising Committee. They are now overseeing preparations for the 2023 Games. We are also joined by Captain Selai Saumi Koroi, the first ever female Fijian captain of an airline when she assumed command of Fiji Airways jet fleet in 2015. Thank you, Minister Kit Lang. Thank you, Shalom. And thank you, Selai, for joining me on VOSA today. Women in the Pacific bring critical perspectives and experiences to any situation, particularly as leaders in the workplace and in the community. Shalom, from your experience, what is so important about having women in leadership in the Pacific, especially now?
1: Thanks, Arietta. Um, I think just from my experience um, in terms of women in leadership, uh, the the role that they've played, um, particularly in the communities, um and also those leadership experiences from the private space and and with the experiences that i've brought from that coupled with the the education um with the the networking that they are able to bring into the the public domain um i think women have contributed a lot um and, and have brought along with them those lived experiences so i think this is one of the um Important, you know, aspect of leadership that women bring to the table.
0: Mm, it's very true. Thank you, Shalom. Women bring unique lived experiences to any situation that they come to, but particularly to leadership, and that brings a lot of richness to their roles and and what they bring to the table. You're right, Minister Kitlang. I'd like to ask you as well. What do you think about women in leadership in the Pacific and why is it so important, especially now?
2: Thank you. Uh, I, I agree with um, the comments shared by my colleague, Shalom. Um, definitely uh, women in leadership, uh, especially being uh, one of the few policy, female policymakers in a male-dominated um, area, uh, we, we have difficulties that we experience. Um, and... We understand that uh, now with COVID-19, uh, the world seems to be in a chaotic uh, position, but all around the world, especially in nations that are led by uh, women leaders, we see that uh, they are being praised for their timeliness in addressing these issues, for their inclusivity in the policies that they they um, make in, in these emergency times, understanding that um, all the uh support the support uh, that is is required in a nation comes from the people it's driven by the people and not by business or or um uh e- by economies and and i just want to note that um from us ladies you know where we tend to be the caregivers the caretakers uh, in a society so we tend to think about uh providing for uh, the people, and and not necessarily trying to get the bang for the buck, um, in a sense. So uh, it, it's just a unique perspective that um, I realize, uh, especially as as a female uh, politician, how can you have representation um, in a um, government if you don't have equal representation um, of the people that that um, are seen in in policymakers. So it's definitely something that we need to push uh, and encourage other female leaders to rise up. Uh, folks from, from minorities, fo- folks from uh, that tend to be marginalized in the society. We we need to encourage them to rise up.
0: It's really inspiring Minister Kitlang to hear of your thoughts on women in leadership. And I'm interested to hear from each of you on uh, your thoughts on the how, so how can we create more opportunities for women to achieve what you have or for women to become leaders in your field, but in their own fields, whatever it may be uh, across the Pacific region?
1: So, um, there's a few things. I think one of the key thing is as uh, sort of a, uh, the networking. So having an, and the networking doesn't have to be limited to like the sports um um space so it could be linking up with um sort of women leaders in other um, areas and then having that opportunity to 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 have that network in place and also like a mentoring um program as well to, to really get um sort of the empowering women um to 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 be encouraged to take up positions yeah in 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 sort of the sports um, whether it's at the federation level or when there's a a vacancy that comes up in the NOC, um, it's really just sort of having programs that can support or that can enable um, women to put up their hands. But at the same time, there's also a, a, a big need um, to look at, uh, particularly with the empowering. So, you know, from experience, um, we. We say there's a lot of programs that's empowering women, but then we also recognize that a lot of times it's actually women that's sort of pulling us down and not providing that support. So these are some things to really think about, um, uh, uh, looking at uh, really just uh, a sort of a practical approach. And one one that really... Um, it's not just limiting options, but also just getting to see, you know, how women and men can work together to support each other in those areas uh, in, in leadership. Yeah, uh,
2: we definitely need to to um, band together in order to empower each other, in order to raise each other. And yes, not be our worst enemies, um, as, as you said, that that us women, we might be our, our uh, worst enemies. But um, thank you. From the context of of politics, how can we create more women leaderships? Um, Twenty five years ago, uh, the Marshall Islands joined one hundred and eighty seven other countries in um, endorsing the Beijing Plan of Action, which was to to support um, women um, and and uh, activities and and to to provide a better um, situation, better. Um, outcomes for for women across uh, the globe. And today, yes, we've we've seen a lot of uh, accomplishments. we've um came quite a ways from twenty five years ago in in passing policy and legislation that support women uh, in in and protect women as well as as um, our vulnerable children. We've come a long ways in uh, seeing women rise in uh, the public and private sectors. More women are are, um, uh, taking up positions in middle and and, uh, high management. Um, But regardless, there is quite a ways for us to go. uh, And and the battle doesn't stop there. Um, What we need to do is to support each other, not uh, not limit ourselves within our nations, within our islands, but to support each other across this region, you know, across the world, uh, and and to empower each other. I think that if we have more women leaders uh, that are in place to, to be role models, uh, especially to our young ones, uh, the, the possibility, the potential um, can be met. And us women, you know, we, we have so much potential, but we just need to tap into it. Uh, so, yes, from from the um, politician side of it, I think it's just to continue with what we're doing and to amplify it uh, in order to reach uh, those who um, are, are most vulnerable.
3: Um, I think one of the main things, especially in the society I grew up in, was probably not stereotyping. Uh, uh, at all, it comes to your ability and what you should, um, you know, what you should do. When I, when I was a teenager, um, all the teachers thought that I would be great at business and economics, and I only really had one person who believed in me to be a pilot. That was my dad, and <laughs> and uh, the day we went into school and and said, "Oh, she wants to take up science rather than." Uh, rather than business and commerce, um, there was a lot of opposition. And believe it or not, that was from my female teachers. So I think sometimes we limit ourselves. And um, had had my dad probably not spoken up at that point, I'd probably be in a completely different journey now. So just not stereotyping.
0: It's really interesting to hear each of your thoughts and you know some of the themes that have come up in terms of you know, um, not stereotyping, uh, coming together, supporting one another, you know, as women and, and also, uh, the community support. And, um, I guess the support that should be coming through in the different sectors. And, um, I really love what each of you have shared. And as we look to the future, what are your hopes for women in leadership in the Pacific in the future? Uh, Shalom, if I can start with you, um, in the sports industry, what would you like to see for women in leadership?
1: Um, my hopes for uh, women in leadership, uh, especially in the sports, uh, is that, um, you know, not just the opportunities are provided, but we get to see a lot more women um, you know they are empowered they raise their hands up and and are supported to take up these leadership roles because when sometimes uh, it, it can be a lonely journey when when you're put or when you know, you know, get into those leadership positions but you don't have that supportive system around you to to lead um, that you find yourself uh, being alone but um, my hope is that we are able to see a lot more women, you know, um, having the courage um, to, to rise up and, and to take up these leadership um, opportunities across the Pacific and, and really just getting all of us um, Pacific women um, supporting and, 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 and just working to to really um, empower ourselves and push ourselves to succeed in whatever field that we're leading in.
0: That's so true. It's it's really true. Uh, Minister Kitlang, What are your thoughts and what are your um, vision? What's your vision for the future for women in leadership in the Pacific?
2: Um, I know that uh, each of us, all of us women, especially in the Pacific, we know of a strong, influential woman in our lives that uh, led us to be uh, and and helped shape us uh, to be who we are today. And um, especially today where um, I mean, given year 2020 uh, year 2020, such a chaotic year, um, it, it gives us a good insight of what to expect um, in the future with problems that we're facing with climate change, with problems um, issues that we see geopolitically, um, and with, us in uh, balancing being between modern life and traditional culture. Uh, so many things, so many factors that play in, and um, it, it's, it's really important for us to be grounded. Uh, and I believe us women as, as leaders in a household, uh, leaders in cultures, I know cultures throughout the Pacific, we are um, we have a certain special place in society um that shows that back in the day before western influence our cultures were nearly perfected you know we we created cultures that give regard to um those that are secure our mothers you know they they it was a culture of inclusivity but because of western influence and and along the times we've lost um those connections we are losing our roots so let's look back to that strong woman that put us here today uh, and be that strong woman for up-and-coming leaders, up-and-coming young uh, women leaders and, and anyone in the community. Really embody that title as the caretakers of our culture, as the caretakers of our people, and be the strong woman that we can be. And in, in the future, looking towards the future, I, these are just my hopes too really understand, um, that we are goddesses in our rights, uh, and, and to raise and and empower other, um, ladies, other girls to see, uh, see as such because our communities, our countries, our region will only serve to benefit if we do realize our full potential.
0: Yes. Yes. It's really inspiring to hear you say that. Uh, totally agree with you. And Selai, what are your thoughts about, um, or your hopes for women in the future?
3: You know, we're not looked at like we're trying to um, start a movement or cause any waves. We're simply just trying to be ourselves, and that becomes fully accepted with our peers, especially our male peers. I think, um, or I believe I've gotten as far as I have because I initially just was myself and became one of the boys, and then... um, I guess the day I got my captaincy was the day I realized oh gosh yeah I'm a girl <laughs> it happened to be a girl but I think you're you know you could go further in your craft if there's a lot of acceptance and you could create that environment to by not um you know what I'm saying is not not exactly to downplay ourselves but be ourselves more than anything
0: thank you Selai it's really um yeah, that's true, you know, we just want to uh, be treated as we are and as everyone else is treated and that's really important in terms of um, moving forward with equality uh, for women. And, you know, thank you, thank you for what you've each shared. I feel like I've learned a lot from each of you throughout this conversation and, you know, I'd like to give you an opportunity um, to now, I suppose uh, if there is someone in your life that you'd like to shout out to, a female um, woman leader in your life that you'd like to celebrate or shout out this International Women's Day, uh, maybe we can start with your, yourself, Shalom.
1: Okay, I'm getting emotional, but my grandmother, uh, she passed last year. So she was big, she's always uh, a big, huge part of my life and the leadership that she Portrayed in her life, raising um, 10 kids and losing her husband early on, but, but being able to be that strong woman um, that sort of was there for her kids, even losing two along the way um, and lived to be uh, just um, 100. Um, she was the person that I looked up to. She was such a great role model. Um, she was a leader in the community, um, and, and the way that she was able to, to really be herself and be her own. Um, that was the, uh, one of the things that I really learned a lot from, and I take from her leadership. And, um, yeah, that, that is definitely a role model um, in my life.
0: Thank you, Shalom. You know, that also, I can relate because I was very close to both of my grandmothers and um, and my grand-aunts as well. And, you know, so I really felt what you were sharing. Selai? Uh,
3: women leaders in my life. I think to, you know, this, this particular time, I'd, I'd really like to celebrate my grandmother, my mum's mum. Uh, my grandmother, she didn't make it past, uh, I believe it was year eight in school. And um, but she married a gentleman that had gone as far as uh, I believe Oxford in university studies. So you can imagine the gap between them as far as exposure and education and um, j- just knowledge goes. But uh, I like to 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 say that she held her own, you know. And uh, yeah, so it's it's you know as far as we're like you know, equipping ourselves and furthering, uh, furthering ourselves with education. Um, it's also important to look at these women who didn't quite have that, but they held their own, you know? you. Uh, so so I'd really like to just, um, yeah, celebrate my grandmother. I've got her her name as my middle name, and I like to think that's sort of like a, a blessing of some sort. That's that's um, what's contributed to me getting, uh, yeah, doing okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, Selai, I think you're doing more than okay, you're doing amazingly. Minister Kitlang, my shout out uh goes to um I
2: I I don't have just one particular woman that that um I can give credit to for transforming me or or shaping me to the person I am today. I I give um credit to all the women in my life, um those in my family, those in my community, uh, in, 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 in my social circle, and even those that I haven't met such as your, uh, yourselves. Um, it, it's, it's important to be grounded and, and I just want to thank um, all, all of my uh, my mother, my aunties, my grandmothers. Uh, we, we we are Pacific Islanders. Our family is not uh, nuclear. We have extended families, even those who are not blood relatives. Um, I, I give my shout out to them, also to my daughter and um, to the future generations. Shout out to them. We um, are, are, as I said, goddesses in our own rights. We are strong. Um, and I just hope that I am that person to anyone. Um, I am here to, uh, strengthen, um, you, I'm sh- here to support you and, uh, to help you through whatever, um, trials or tribulations you might be going through and, and help you in celebration as, as well. So shout out to all the women's and a advanced, uh, happy international
0: women's day to all. Thank you so much. What a beautiful note to end today's episode on. Thank you each again for making time today uh, to have this Talanoa with me and happy International Women's Day to you too. And that concludes today's episode on Vasa. Thank you for joining us. It was a really inspirational episode for me today uh, celebrating these amazing women for International Women's Day. And we have another episode coming up that will focus on uh, women, particularly in Papua New Guinea. And so I'm excited to share that episode with you as well. For now, though, bringing it back to today's Thalanoa, as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please extend this Thalanoa out on social media. I'd love to see it. Um, join us at Vossa Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Love seeing the feedback and love hearing your suggestions and your thoughts after every uh, episode. So for now, Vinaka Vaka Level, thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to coming back to you soon with our next episode.